I'm your host, Kara Stein Conaway, and this is the Business Mamas Podcast. The Business Mamas Podcast is made for women who know they should be doing more self care and practicing more self love, but are overrun with balancing it all. This podcast provides the tools and support you need so you can have a successful career while also being a present and loving mom. Thanks so much for tuning in. In this episode, I share about one of the biggest influences in my life, my father. I share about the most important life lesson I have learned from him, that I am enough. The structure I use in this episode is to share with you an article I wrote that was published in the September-October 2019 edition of the San Luis Obispo Bar Bulletin. After I read the article, I'll share with you some additional insights I've had since writing this article. I hope you'll use the tools I share so that you too will come to truly know that you are enough. You are enough. A lesson I learned from my father. I am enough. These three words hold immense power. As a criminal defense attorney, I see people in their fear, pain, and deep sorrow. Whether they are an innocent person accused of something they didn't do and are in need of a champion, or they have made a mistake and are envisioning the life they have built disintegrating before their eyes. Sitting with my clients is a privilege. I sit with them in all of their humanity, and many times I witness people who feel like they are not enough. During the past 10 years that I have practiced criminal defense, I have realized that much of the pain my clients are suffering from stems from a feeling of not being enough. Actually, I would go so far as to say that this pain is felt by many people in our society, regardless of whether they are criminal defendants. Marissa Peer, an author, speaker, and therapist, works with many people who seem to have it all. She observed that her clients are very successful by society's measure, yet they are miserable and suffering. Peer concluded that the mental pain and suffering human beings experience is caused by feeling like they are not enough. She often traced the development of those belief systems to a childhood trauma or experience. One example Peer gave was of a young boy who was required to cook his father dinner each night. When his father finished eating, he gave his leftovers to the dog and never permitted his son to eat the food that he had prepared. The little boy developed the belief that he was not worthy of even being able to eat a decent meal, that he was less worthy than the dog. Hearing this story, I began to ponder my own childhood and relationship with my father, Jeff Stein. 
The very essence of his parenting was, you are enough. As far back as my memory can go, I remember feeling that even though I made mistakes, I was always enough in his eyes and in his heart. As a little girl, I loved gymnastics, even though at times it also scared me. No matter how demanding his work schedule was, and I now better understand exactly how demanding his schedule was, he was at those gymnastics meets. I knew that if I fell off the balance beam, he was there loving and supporting me, telling me that no matter the outcome, I was enough. In high school, at my father's urging, I took up pole vaulting, and he was again at every single track meet. We spent afternoons traveling to weekday track meets and many weekends traveling to track meets. When it was my turn to vault, I started my run, I sprinted, pole in hand, and hoping that the mechanics would mesh with my speed and the present wind conditions and that I would take flight. Sometimes the results weren't pretty. Thankfully, I was wearing a helmet. Sometimes the results were beyond what I had ever dreamed possible. Knowing that at every meet, my father was there, that he was proud of me for being brave and for trying, and that he always thought I was enough, regardless of the outcome, was a gift. It was a gift because I was internalizing that message. In 1975, my father began working as a criminal defense attorney. He knew his client's pain, he saw their suffering, and he knew that by being with people, really seeing them and reminding them that they are enough, that he was doing good in the world. He used his brilliant mind to develop strategies to address their short-term legal problems and also their long-term human problems. I know that my father has given this same incredible gift to all of his clients over the 40-plus years he has been practicing. He has cared for their futures. He has been their advocate. But more than anything, just like he did for me, he has always shown up. He has always expressed to them that they are enough. He continues to do this for our clients to this day, and he continues to do this for me. As a parent, beyond all other lessons, I seek to teach my little boys, who are now six and three, is that they are enough. Hurt people hurt people, and healed people heal people. People who know they are enough seek to support other people. People who know they are enough still make mistakes in their lives, but they know that they are worthy of putting in whatever effort is required to make the changes they need to make to live as the best versions of themselves. I recognize that I am incredibly lucky to have a father who, throughout my childhood, and now into my adult life, continues to remind me just how enough I am. 
Although the aerial flight sports are a thing of the past for me, beautiful new opportunities are always available when we are open to them. Knowing that we are enough is what gives us the bravery to move forward into the unknown and to go after our dreams. In sharing this observation of my father, I hope that it inspires us all to remind ourselves, as well as the other humans we are lucky enough to share space with during this precious, short life we have, that we are all enough. If someone ever told you that you are not enough, that was a lie. You are an amazing, beautiful, unique human being, deserving of love. You are enough. A practical tool for fixing an unhealthy belief system that Marissa Peer shares is putting up signs all around your home and setting reminders on your phone to pop up throughout the day. These signs and reminders read, I am enough. The constant reminders reinforce the new belief system and eventually crowd out the old belief system. If you don't need the reminder that you are enough, then I hope you will share this tool with someone you think would benefit from it. In reflecting on additional thoughts and insights that I've had since writing this article, I still believe that teaching others to know that they are enough is one of the most important things that we can possibly do in our world to make it a better place. I know in the article I said, hurt people hurt people and healed people heal people. If we can have more people in our world that know they're enough, then they're going to be making the kinds of choices in the world that are loving and kind and respectful of others. And it will be a beautiful chain reaction of increasing the amount of kindness and love that we have in the world. As a parent, on the daily, we are confronted with opportunities where we get to choose if we are going to reinforce the belief system with our children that they are enough. It comes up when our children make a choice that we don't think is the best choice that they could have made. It could be a unkind word that they spoke to their sibling, or it could be a rule in the house that they chose not to follow. And as a parent, it's challenging to navigate how to raise children who respect others and are kind to others and at the same time to always be mindful that we want them to grow up to know that they are enough. I think that one of the things that I always work on doing with my kids is to give them feedback about their behavior and what behavior is or isn't appropriate or acceptable and not to denigrate who they are as a human being. 
not to say that my child is bad or my child is something that they could internalize as not being enough. Instead, I think it's incumbent upon us as parents to point out their behavior when it's not appropriate and to tell them why it's not appropriate, why we need and expect them to make different decisions in the future when necessary to have consequences that flow from the decision that was made in my household. Television is the most coveted prize. And so sometimes when my children make poor decisions, then there can be a consequence of losing television. And I think that that's appropriate to have consequences for decisions that they make. But I always hope that the way that I am delivering my feedback to them and my expectations of them is also delivered in a way that reinforces that they are enough, that they are worthy of love and kindness, and that even when they make mistakes, even when they break rules, even when they make choices that I don't approve of or like, that at the core, they are always enough in my eyes and in my heart, and that I am always loving them and supportive of them. Now, what I'm telling you, of course, is aspirational. (laughs) I sometimes react in the moment in a way that is not the most loving reaction that I'm capable of. And when I do that, I oftentimes will apologize too, because if I yell or I do something that is not, I think, my best decision, you know, my best way to approach parenting, then I acknowledge that to my kids as well. And I have definitely come to them and said, when you did this earlier in the day, I yelled and I apologize for yelling. Yelling was not the best way for me to react to that. This is how I was feeling about the situation. And this is why I was upset. But the way that I yelled was not appropriate. And I want you to know that I'm going to work on doing better with that in the future. And so I think by recognizing that I too absolutely make mistakes and that I am always looking to improve and grow in my own ability to parent, I hope that for them, I'm giving them an example of how I can acknowledge making a mistake and needing to improve and at the same time still loving myself, still knowing that I'm enough and that I'm doing my best and that my best is good enough and that I love myself enough to be honest and to recognize when there's room for improvement, but not to make it about me being a bad person or a bad mom. It's just being a human being. And I think recognizing that and giving voice to that, even to my children, is something that I really hope will help them in 
their own journey in knowing that they are enough and being able to acknowledge that their mistakes are not in any way something that means they're not enough. In addition to the tools that I mentioned in the article, something that I did since writing that article that helped me along my own journey of continuing to remind myself that I am enough, which I think is an ever-evolving lifetime journey, is that I took a wonderful course called Personal Mastery that is done by a woman named Christine Hassler. Christine is a life coach and she has a wonderful podcast called Over It and On With It. And I started off listening to her podcast and I I loved it so much and it felt very healing. And so I ended up signing up for this course that she offers called Personal Mastery. And it's so incredibly well-designed. And I think for anyone who had perhaps a childhood where they weren't always being told that they were enough, where the messaging was not that you were enough, or maybe even the opposite of that, that you aren't enough or any other negative messaging, maybe it wasn't in your childhood, but at some point in your life where you really feel like you could use some tools for moving through that belief system of not being enough and moving into a new belief system of being enough. I really think that Christine Hassler's Personal Mastery course is a wonderful course with so many great tools that would really help you on that journey if that's a journey that you're working on. If you're not ready to fully dive into buying the course, I think that her podcast over and on with it is also a wonderful resource for learning how to shift those belief systems that may have been ingrained in you at some earlier stage in your life where you now recognize that it's a belief system that you don't want to have and that you want to be able to shift into something new and that serves you much better. So I hope that those, either the podcast or the course could be an additional resource beyond what I mentioned in the article that could help you if this is something you're working on. I also want to tell you about another resource that I can suggest that I've developed since I wrote this article that I think is a great tool if you're working on knowing that you're enough. And that is being surrounded by other people who will reinforce your belief system that you are enough. So If you spend a lot of time with people that say mean things to you and put you down, then it's going to be hard for you to shift your belief system around that and for you to fully believe that you are enough. I'm not saying it's impossible, but if you're exposing yourself to a bunch of negative messaging, it certainly makes it more difficult. A podcast that I love listening to is called Style Your Mind, and it's hosted by Kara Allwill. Kara Allwill is an author and speaker, and she's also a 
women's empowerment leader. And I love her podcast. And in addition to her podcast, she also has created a community called the Girl on Fire Collective. And in this community that she's created, it's a group of women that come together and support each other. And it's in a digital space, an online space. But it's a place where women come to share their ideas and their dreams and what they're creating. And they are surrounded by other women who are doing the same and who have this common attitude and goal of supporting and encouraging each other. In the Girl on Fire Collective, Kara Allwill also provides group calls where she answers questions and coaches people and provides support. And I think that it's a really beautiful community that I've been really happy to be involved in. And so when I was thinking about this important lesson of knowing that you are enough, I really think that spending time in communities where that message is being reinforced and other people are also reminding you of that is another wonderful way to come to really, truly believe that you are enough. I hope that these resources that I've shared with you are helpful as you go on your journey of knowing and truly believing that you are enough. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you shared it with someone you think could benefit from hearing it. Until next time, and with gratitude, Kara Stein-Conaway.